0: Hello, I'm Casey Hobbs. And I'm Shane Mason, and we're the hosts of Nurse Talk Radio. Here's what we're talking about this week. Anyone that listens to our show knows we frequently talk about and to nurses from National Nurses United, or NNU, with more than 150,000 members in every state. NNU is the largest union and professional association of registered nurses in U.S. history. NNU was founded in 2009, unifying three of the most active progressive organizations in the U.S., and the major voices of unionized nurses in the California Nurses Association, National Nurses United Organizing Committee, United American Nurses, and Massachusetts Nurses Association.
1: Combining the unparalleled record of accomplishments for nurses and patients embodied in the proud history of those nurses' associations, which for some span more than 100 years, the establishment of NNU brought to life the dream of a powerful national movement of direct care RNs.
0: At its founding convention in December 2009, NNU adopted a call for action premised on the principles intended to counter the national assault by the healthcare care industry on patient care conditions and standards for nurses and to promote a unified vision of collective action for nurses. Here to talk with us about
1: that vision and how it continues to materialize is RN and co-president of NNU, Deborah Berger. Deborah, welcome to the show, and it's great to have you with us.
2: Thank you. It's great to be with you guys, too.
0: All right, Deborah. we just talked about the founding and vision of NNU back in 2009. So today we want to talk about current factors such as hospital mergers and closures, political assaults on unions the need for expanded and improved Medicare, protection against workplace violence, RN to patient ratios, and the state of our health care system in general, that together increase the urgency of RNs to stand in solidarity to protect and care for their patients. But first, Deborah, for our listeners who don't know about National Nurses United, we wanted to ask you a few questions. So just for clarification, NNU is a union for RNs. What do you say to someone who might think nurses don't need unions?
2: Well, there are nurses that think that they can go it alone and think that they're able to advocate for their patients uh, without fear of retaliation. However, the research has shown that there are better outcomes, especially for uh, heart attacks and strokes and uh, post-cardiac surgery in cases where nurses are unionized.
1: Deborah, could you elaborate on what are the benefits of belonging to National Nurses United specifically?
2: Well, belonging to National Nurses United does help us with the ability to speak with one voice in Washington, D.C., on issues that uh, relate to patient protections, workplace safety, workplace violence, and other issues that are important to nurses when they're providing care for patients. And it does provide the ability for nurses that belong to NNU to be active and involved in getting legislation put forward at the state capitol. The more nurses we have, the better our bargaining power when it comes to legislation.
0: Deborah, many people are confused or unclear about the process nurses have to go through to bring a union to their hospital. Can you talk about that? And are nurses afraid to organize?
2: Well, the thing is, is that it should be a pretty straightforward process. Nurses get together, they sign a card saying they want the union to represent them, they have a vote, and uh, the employer recognizes them. What the problem is, is that employers intimidate nurses, try and scare them. They use union-busting law firms, it is illegal for them to intimidate and harass nurses for their union activity. But nurses overcome that fear and do organize in National Nurses United because their fear of their employer is overcome by the fear that if they don't do something, they won't be able to advocate for their patients in a safe and effective manner.
1: Yeah, and Debra, I think that addresses this question uh, pretty directly, but maybe you can add to it. Uh, when a nurse or a group of nurses contacts NNU to organize, what are their main reasons to do so? What do they tell NNU?
2: Well, what's interesting is that it's not about the pay. When nurses come to us and ask us to help organize them the first words out of their mouth is that they want a larger voice in how patient care is delivered in their hospitals. The employers refuse to listen to their very simple demands to improve patient care. And so what they outreach to us for is to demand that the employers act on nurses requests, and it is so heartwarming when you see nurses that get a union for the first time and finally are able to affect changes that they know will improve patient outcomes. And the thing that you want to remember is where there is a larger number of union membership in a state, it actually improves patient care in the rest of the community, Because when we got ratios, we didn't get them just in the hospitals we represent. We got them throughout the entire state of California. When we got workplace safety protections and workplace violence protections, we got it for the entire state, not just in our union. So even nurses that don't belong to a union are still getting benefits from nurses that are paying for us to advocate for them.
0: So how many members in how many states does NNU have a presence in?
2: We actually have just over 150,000 registered nurses nationwide, and we have a presence in all 50 states, whether they're members of NNU as a, an associate member or whether we represent them as a union. So what we believe is that because of our presence, they are now benefiting from our voice in their states. And we just actually organized in Arizona. We now have two facilities in Arizona. So that was a real success for us.
1: Nurses are continuing their incredible leadership on the national stage to improve and expand Medicare for All, a subject that you and I both uh, care very, very deeply about. Can you talk about the role National Nurses United is playing in the campaign to pass both national and single-payer state legislation?
2: National Nurses United and the California Nurses Association have for decades fought for Medicare for All. And as a result of the presidential campaign in 2016 and the most recent elections in 2018, we've seen a growing demand for Medicare for All. When we first started, it took us a long time to explain what Medicare for All was, what we meant. Now when we talk about it, people understand without us having to explain it, and they are more involved in trying to get the process implemented to go to Medicare for All. So we've done a lot of education on Medicare for All, and now it's actually trying to get politicians elected and hold their feet to the fire to implement it because we have a record number of sponsors of the Medicare for All legislation nationally, and the record number of people that were actually running on Medicare for All as Mm -hmm. their uh, platform, if they were elected, they wanted to implement. So as a result of our work, it's becoming more and more visible, and because of the pressure on the hospital industry to make even more money and the pharmaceutical industry's price gouging, it's been an easier um, path to get public support for Medicare for all. It's just changing the political will in Washington, D.C.
1: That's for sure, Deborah. And you know, the nurses have to be extremely gratified to see uh, Medicare for All moving forward so assertively right at the moment. And I believe, as a patient, that is in large part because of National Nurses United. And thank you to all of you for doing that.
2: We have been working in the states, and as I said, we just organized nurses in Arizona. And... A lot of nurses, if you live outside of California, don't even understand what unions do. And they think that unions tell you you have to vote this way or that way, you have to feel this way or that way. And what we do when we go in is actually have nurses understand that our issues are about improving patient care. And... When you look at what happens when you don't have a union, it only reinforces why Republicans are trying to get rid of unions, because we're the last line of defense, not only for nursing practice, but for patient care and for social justice. So when you actually look at what we've done, our communities are actually behind us. And they understand now the role of the union in promoting a healthy community and a healthy society.
1: You know, in January, the nurses will celebrate 16 years, and you probably know this better than anyone, of California's nurse-to-patient ratios bill. And now there's a national piece of legislation to do the same thing all the way across the country. Can you briefly tell us how patient ratios improve patient care?
2: What ratios do is allows nurses the time to actually prepare a patient care plan for their patients tailored for them and allows them to have time to think about necessary interventions that can make life-saving improvements in their care. And the difference in care between, say, California and New Mexico or Mississippi is that In California, nurses actually have time to think. They have their breaks. They have their meals. And they have time when they're covering other nurses' patients to do the work for that nurse while that nurse is on her break so she doesn't come back with double the workload. In
0: 2018, we saw the introduction of H.R. 7141, federal legislation to prevent workplace violence, of healthcare and social services workers. NNU played a big role in the legislation and I thank you so much for that. Why is this legislation necessary and what will it achieve?
2: The reason the legislation was necessary is that we have noticed a trend in the last 10 years or so an increased threats to nurses and patient safety and making our patients the blame. We're trying to make sure that they're not the ones that become criminalized. We want to make sure that the employers are held accountable for staffing because that improves the safety of the workplace. Also, training and education to de-escalate very stressful and hostile situations. And we believe that if we have safe staffing, we have the ability for education and training, and support staff and security, we can avoid criminalizing our patients, but at the same time, making sure that all of our healthcare workers have a safe place to work. We are involved in the national legislation for Medicare for All. It will be reintroduced in this next session, and we believe that even though Trump is still in office and even though the Senate is still controlled by the Republicans, we are going to make sure that we have the Medicare for all front and center as a part of the national debate in this coming year.
1: That's so amazingly important, Deborah. and thank you for what you're doing and for what you has done, and thank you so much for being with us today
2: been my pleasure, and I'm always uh, really thrilled to be on and talk about these issues. It's really great.
1: Thank you, Deborah. Okay, thank you.
0: Thanks for listening. You can find more information about these topics at nursetalksite.com or nationalnursesunited.org. This podcast is powered by National Nurses United, the nation's largest union for registered nurses.